to my first podcast, Vitamin L for Leadership. So why vitamins and why drugs? Because I, I just think, looking back at my career, there have been some leaders who've been real vitamin injections uh, in my career, my development. And I think about vitamins being those things that you know provide us with nourishment that are there in the background just to, to help us get better and better. Versus the drugs, um, the drug type of leadership, which are sort of band-aid fixes. Here's a problem, quick, let's do this or let's take this and bang, it, it, it's solved. Uh, without getting to the root cause and also without sort of you know, foundationally feeding that, that growth and development. So I think it's really important, even myself in a leadership role and, and for yourselves as leaders to think about, you know, are you providing that level of nourishment and growth uh, on, a, on a constant basis um, for the people that you lead? And I think, you know, vitamins don't solve the problem straight away. Uh, but I, I guess it's it's one of those things you just keep on taking in the background and and, and slowly and surely uh, you just become better, better nourished, better fulfilled uh, in terms of just your whole being. So I'm going to be sharing with you through these podcasts a, a series of different stories based on my own experience uh, with leaders and also learning from some of you, uh, you know, what it is that you do in terms of your own leadership style, but also experiences that you personally had as well. So the first one I want to talk about is when I was aged around 18, I got my first job in a retail store. It was a jewellery store. And it was my first time out of school and I wasn't sure yet exactly what I wanted to do. So I definitely come from a, a home of just pure nourishment, nurturing, caring, um, growth. Um, and it's one of those kids that would just be out playing, playing my bike or, uh, or, you know, playing with a tennis racket, falling over, getting up and just cracking on with stuff. So I got this job and uh, day one, I meet my manager and she introduced me to uh, some of the staff and I very quickly was shown how to maintain the store, keep it tidy, uh, how to ensure that stock was filled and any faulty stock got returned, um, how to return items, how to sell items, both from a sort of a transactional perspective then in the physical sense um, with uh, meeting customers that were coming in store. And uh, also just about you know, general teamwork, how to work together uh, and how to open the store, how to close the store. It was just more part of my, my induction. So a couple of weeks um, into the job and I was always conscious that you know, I was surrounded by quite expensive jewellery. And one of those items um, in the window was a one carat diamond ring, which was probably the most expensive item that we had at the time. Uh, and I'm talking 30 years ago. So the this particular item had been in the window for almost one and a half years. 
uh, and no one had been able to sell it. And uh, in my, probably in the back of my mind, I was subconsciously, subconsciously saying to myself, actually, this is one of those things that I would love to achieve. Uh, it was just the, the ambitious uh, and probably curious side of me um, that I think I was out there to, to prove to myself I could actually do this. So I got to a point where I was learning things quite quickly that my manager would be comfortable enough to leave to go have lunch and leave me in the store on my own. So this one day, this, uh, this gentleman comes in and he's in conversation with me looking to, um, to want to propose to his girlfriend. I'm like, bingo, this is the opportunity. So I asked him a few questions just to understand about, you know, what it is he was looking for, how he was planning to propose, get immersed a little bit into, into his story. So I then presented some ideas. And of course, one of those ideas was the one carat diamond ring, which was probably out of his budget, but I got him to like a, a heightened level of interest um, to to then think about you know what that would look like on his girlfriend and and you know future fiance and the stories that would come along with that piece of item in the future. So he kind of ummed and ahed, um, and I mean, as we explored the story a little bit more, um, he then decided to go ahead, even though it was out of his budget. He decided that that's the one he wanted to buy. So I sold the one carat diamond ring that had been sitting there for a long time on its own with no other friends around it. And I packaged it all up for him and he merrily left. So my manager then returns back from lunch and goes to the back office and sits down and carries on doing whatever she was doing at the time. <clears throat> and then I sort of proudly marched to the back office, um, came, came away from the front uh, front floor in the store, and, and she said, hi, what's up? So I said, I've got some news. And she goes, what's that? And I explained that I sold the one carat diamond ring. And she stopped what she was doing. She looked at me, she stood up, walked towards me and just slapped me across the face. And I just stood there not knowing what to do uh, in total shock. Uh, and she said, well, how did you do that? And kind of explained that this guy had come in and, and, and explained the story to her. And then she walked out to the store to go check that it wasn't uh, that, it, you know, that it was definitely out of the store, not in the window. And she saw it and she came back. And, and she started giggling um, and then sort of sent me back out in the store to do more tasks, uh, but in an aggressive way. Now, as I sort of reflected on that in that moment, I was like in a little bit, a little bit of shock. I felt, um, what's the word, that I was treated poorly for selling something uh, that I should have felt proud about selling. And I went home and had a conversation with my parents and then 
is just over the coming days, my motivation levels to then sell really dropped. And I noticed that her treatment towards not only me, but to others really changed. She became a lot more kind of snipey and would snap at us and would change our hours and reduce our hours kind of all last minute. Um, and, and that react at the time, and you know, as, I, as I reflect on it now, was really all around jealousy and, and perception that she'd been in this store for a number of years. And here's me, you know, this young 18 year old who'd been in there for a few, you know, few weeks uh, was able to, to sell this and she didn't sell it. So she wanted the recognition um, for selling something, but because she didn't sell it, she didn't get recognition and therefore no one else received that recognition. It was almost like uh, we were blamed or I was blamed and at fault for, for doing what I did. So I think about that moment quite a lot actually through through the years, um, just in terms of my first experience with, um, with, with having a leader. Uh, in a work environment, at least, and and uh, and I've told this story to a couple of people, you know, through the years, just about that reaction. Uh, and you know, shortly after, the regional store director had come in and um, and wanted to have a chat with me to catch up, and I explained actually what had happened. I was moved out of that store, um, and then relocated elsewhere, uh, where I did quite well, um, and. And this manager was then eventually exited out of the business. But it would have been one of those prime opportunities to say, right, here, here's a moment where, where A, we can celebrate, B, recognize, and C, continue to nourish because my success was her success. Um, and she really struggled with that in that moment at the time. So... The opportunity to be a vitamin was there and it was lost. It was like, I've just done something really good for you. Uh, now I'm going to drug you by not giving you recognition, not giving you additional hours, not giving you additional pay um, and making you work different to a different schedule to what you were brought in to do. So, that's one story, uh, my first one at least that I thought I'd share with you. Uh, there are some good ones to come and I'm looking forward to hearing from some of you uh, as, as you reflect on your own leadership styles uh, and your experiences and you know, have they been that nourishing vitamin or has it simply been Band-Aid fix drug leadership style? Thanks for listening and I look forward to sharing with you soon.